Hi, it's Jen. And I'm Audrey, and this is the Murky Motherhood Podcast, the podcast that tackles the tough questions we all have but don't want to talk about. So grab a cup of coffee and maintain your speed limit, and let's navigate these murky waters of motherhood together. Today on the podcast, Jen and Audrey are here to convince you that you should listen to our podcast on a regular basis. Um, We're going to kind of talk about the reason why we started the podcast and let you learn a little bit more about us. So join us and uh, I think you'll love it. So that's our first episode and you're like, who are these lovely ladies? We thought it'd be a good opportunity to do a quick little intro about Audrey and myself. Audrey, I'll let you go first. Okay, so my name is Audrey Retzloff, and I have been married for 11 years. Um, I have two kiddos, Elise, who is eight, and Dax, who is four. And um, I have strong-willed kiddos. I have children who were not easy babies, were not easy toddlers, um, and they give us a run for our money. Um, I have always kind of worked full time. I'm in a season right now of sort of in between things. And so, um, yeah, so I'm excited to just kind of dive in and, and talk about some of these things that nobody ever wants to talk about, but we all desperately want to. Yes. (laughs) Love it. it. So Audrey and I met on the only place that most normal people meet, which is the internet. Of course. Uh, so we met on Instagram, right? Yeah. I don't know. And then one day Audrey came to my house and brought me a present. And I was like, who is this person at my house? <laughs> it was lovely. So I texted my friends and I was like, you guys, I'm going to her house. She probably thinks I'm insane. Yeah, serial, serial murderer <laughs> coming to my house while I was hosting our church small group. So, but no, and it worked out well. So here we are. Um, I will say, I think I've met some of my most favorite people from the internet. So I that think it's true. always a good thing. So I think you can find your people on the internet. For sure. I mean, you can find that specific group where it's like, yep, well, I would do the same thing. Well, so I will give you my bio. So I'm Jen and it's really creepy because yours exactly sounds just like mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been married 11 years. <laughs> I met my husband on the internet. Um, also great places to meet. Well, I don't think it is now, but I, yeah. 11 years, 11 years was, is different. It was great. It was great back back when it first started. Um, I have one kiddo, Hattie. She is five and in kindergarten and super sassy and super uh, strong-headed, strong-willed. Uh-huh. I wouldn't have it any other way, though. So she will be amazing CEO or a prison guard or something. I right. feel, I feel like we're, we're on the right path. Elise and Hattie are going to co-run a prison gang, I think. Yes. <laughs> So, um, I, when Hattie was born, I quit my full-time dream job. I ran, um, I worked at MasterCard and I ran the internship program. So I was basically traveling nonstop to colleges and hanging out with college kids, basically selling the dream of working at MasterCard, which was the best. I loved it. Um, then I got pregnant and I obviously can't travel and do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So, um, I've always had a blog off and on since probably... 2002 in high school, uh, no, high school and college, so I had Zanga. Yeah, yeah. Man, Zanga. Um, And then, um, so I started um, my Lifestyle by Milug and Hattie Makes Three. So I've been doing that for four years now, and because of just the way the internet is and influencers, I hate that, um, and blogging, um, it's kind of morphed into my full-time job now that Hattie's gone, uh, gone to kindergarten. So... Um, which is great. So it's definitely a different way of, of work, but it's, uh, it gives us cool things to do and then we can sit and do fun podcasts. So, yeah. um, but yeah, it's, it's, 
it's exciting to talk about the, the things that nobody wants to talk about. Um, I can, I know this, this whole thing kind of stemmed from um, me having a, a semi meltdown on Instagram uh, <laughs> over the summer when Hattie went to kindergarten and it was, it was really like, well, what do I do now? Like Hattie's in school. I, I'm like a elementary empty nester mm -hmm. and what do you do with all that time and your energy and your resources? It's almost like you've lost your job. I mean, obviously yeah. at the end of the day, like you're coming home, you're still doing all the mom things, but during the day it's like, I lost my job. And yeah. Like I'm still like adjusting to that and trying to figure it out, but I cannot tell you how many people messaged me and said they felt the exact same way. And yeah. it was, it was, it was awesome that like other people could, we could relate on that level, but it's like, okay, well what's next? Right. And so. I think it's hard too, because even though she is in school, there's, what if she's sick? What if there's a half day? What right. if there's an off day? What if there's like last week, my kids are both in school full time and Dax was homesick three days. Elise was off two days. So it's like, even though you're, you know, you're off per se, mm -hmm. you always have to still be available. So For it's sure. like, it really limits what you can do because right. it's like what do you do with these children if they're sick or right. if the school closes for whatever reason and my husband travels like <clears throat> boatload for work so like there could be days where he has to just hop on an airplane and go and mm -hmm. it's like okay well now what do we do or he's gone like internationally he's gone for a couple of weeks and it's like okay well right. life the house still has to operate the dog right. still has to be fed right. um and so that's always been my biggest struggle of well what am I gonna do because mm -hmm. other than like work at the gap, like in the middle of the day, right? Which I love the gap. I worked there back in the day. So, yeah. Um, um, but it's like, is the time and the effort worth the, the doing, doing all of that to be able to like stay home? So right. that's always been the big question for me. It's like, okay, well I could go back to work, but I don't want Hattie in childcare, like after mm -hmm. school, which she would love to. She's like, today, yeah. we were walking to school this morning and she was like, can I go to before care? And I was like, no, like you, right. have, you have a gift. You get to walk to school yeah. and mom gets to be with you. And yeah, so it's, I mean, later yeah. in life, she'll, she'll fully appreciate that. But now she's like, oh, I just want to go play in the playground at seven right. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So. And I mean, there's a cost associated with working. We're yeah. kind of having that conversation now where it's like, okay, my husband is kind of shifting to a different job that's going to be a little bit less flexible. And so it's like, okay, how, who gets the kids to school? Who gets them on the bus? Who gets them off the bus? Do we pay before and after care for mm -hmm. both kids? You know, that's more gas, clothes, you have to buy all the wardrobe and all that. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a whole thing. Yeah, I mean, it's every moment you're thinking about someone else I feel like. Mm -hmm. like you're you know you're thinking about all the things and then at the end of the day you're like oh shoot did I take my vitamins today right. did I wash my hair or did is there I... laundry in the dryer right <laughs> is there the laundry still in the washer from like three days ago because right that was me the other day yeah so. yep yeah it's it's interesting because now the other injury I don't know if you've experienced this yet but since I have stayed home my husband now expects me to be like the super housewife yes which he knew like 15 years ago meeting me that I am a jumbo slob. So like <laughs> there is like, I am a clutter queen. I have to clean for my cleaning ladies, which that's a whole nother conversation oh, about gosh, having yes. a cleaning lady. But that that has to operate in our house to work. <laughs> she has to come once a month to yeah. make our, make our, our marriage work. Um, but like I'm, a, I, I'm, I'm clean, but I'm cluttery. And mm -hmm. so he, he really struggles with that. He'll, he'll come home and just give me the look and be like, oh, what did you do all day today? And right. I'm like, well, you know, I did this and this and this and this. And it's like, he expects me to still be full-time housewife, but I'm also running my blog and everything right. like that. So 
well, yes, I have a job, like quote unquote job. He doesn't always see it as a job. Right. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm providing for the household mm-hmm. with, you know, things. So yeah, it's just not the, I'm going to the office and coming back kind of a thing, yeah. which is just a different way of and doing I think, business. Yeah. And I think more women are kind of getting into that space, whether it's through blogging or being an influencer mm-hmm. or direct sales or whatever it is where it's like, it doesn't look like a typical job. So I think... I don't know, my husband has a hard time, like, seeing it that mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. and and seeing that, hey, you know, I did these 12 follow-up emails and I have to mm-hmm. contact this event and all that stuff where it's like, I'm not making money right this second when I'm doing that, but mm-hmm. it's all part of the business. And so, yeah, I think sometimes it's hard to, even where you feel like, oh, I have to carve out me time to work on my business. It's like, he doesn't feel guilty about working on no, his job. No. <laughs> but that's no. something else that I feel like women face maybe well, and more. Well, I think I'm kind of going with that, like, I always, I I like to have a set schedule. Like, he leaves for the office at 8 o'clock. He comes home by 5.30. We have dinner at 6. And then mm-hmm. after then, I let him have his man quiet time. Whatever. Yeah. He, like, usually it's playing some weird game on his phone. But, like, I let him have that, like, detox time right. for him to not feel like he has to jump right into, like, because he's, he's always given Hattie a bath and done bedtime, which, mm-hmm. super grateful for that. So he knows that I can have... Yeah. That time at the end of the night, too. And then he works out or does whatever he wants. Probably his whole life here. <laughs> so, um, but it's it's hard because, like, I know for him, it's like he shuts down, he comes home, he detoxes, has dinner, and then he's fine. Me, and you're probably the same way, I'm always on. It never on. stops. Yep. It's like, okay, well, he's like, well, why aren't you paying attention to the TV show? I'm like, well, because I'm following emails and writing a blog right. post and pinning pins and, you know, writing yeah. captions. It's it's a lot. And I always think of it like I'm kind of like a duck, like, on the water. It's like, I look pretty cool and calm and collected on the top. But underneath, I'm like, oh, crap, here we go. Like And, like, laying in bed at night, you're probably the same way, laying in bed at night thinking of all the things you have to do. There's something that you missed or... Yeah. Like the other day, I thought I had my cleaning lady threw away a bag of Goodwill stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And then I'm like panicking. I'm like, I could just get up and go look. But no, I panicked all night. Right. Because that's just what moms yeah. do. So. Yeah. And I think so, one of our first conversations was kind of about like just the mental load yeah. and always being, I saw something on Facebook the other day about being the keeper, the keeper of the permission slips and the you know, all the special things and she likes grape jelly, but he doesn't like grape jelly. And she, you know, like it's, you have to keep all of that stuff and it's heavy. Yeah. (laughs) It is so heavy. And meanwhile, I feel like no one is being the keeper of our stuff. No, no. Like who, who is like, oh, Audrey (laughs) really likes this kind of, you know, sweetener for her coffee. Let's make sure we have that. No one's doing that for us. No. So we often come dead last or or like this was this was funny over the weekend we had a date a a last minute like day date which Mm -hmm. from blogging we were able to do a fun fun activity and then i i leaned over to jeff and i was like when was the last time you scheduled something for us to do Mm -hmm. like when was the last time you scheduled dinner or you made reservations or picked something for fun that's like it's always me. Mm-hmm. And that's like, while he's like, well, you just know everything. Well, yes, yes, I do know everything. Right. Like in the, in the situation, I feel like I'm fairly up to like date on those type like food and stuff like that in St. Louis. It's like, I would like you to take the initiative and just do it. So right. like, it's probably been 14 years since he scheduled a date. Yeah. <laughs> a date. So, yep. or, or he's like, well, what do you want for your, for Christmas? And I'm like, uh, I don't need anything. And he's like, well, you have to have something, I'm Like, but I don't need anything. So let's just, yeah. no presents moving on. Yeah. Because, like, I don't even want to feel like, I don't know if you're going to get the same way. It's like, I, I, while he try, he will try. And then I feel like 
It's not exactly. It's not what, yes. Yeah. So like, it's like I'd rather just have nothing and with, right. zero with with crappy expectations or and the, or something where I'm like, Ugh. yeah. I know. Well, that's exactly. <laughs> Eric bought me a pair, my first pair of Rothies for Christmas last year. And, and you've done well since I know <laughs> we're in my closet right now <laughs> and all my Rothies are over there, but, um, he bought me a pair of purple Rothies hmm. and, um, those are right there. No, those oh. are different ones. <laughs> but if you know me, like I have a, a story about the color purple. I hate the color purple. Oh. Have I ever told you my no. purple story? No. Okay. So, um, I played volleyball in college. Um, my first year I played at university I went back for my second year to play um and it just a lot of things were happening it was not good um Mm -hmm. several girls left the school because Mm -hmm. some things that had gone on so I found myself about two weeks before the school year with nowhere to go and so I contacted a coach that I had played with before at the community college and I said do you have a spot on your team like I don't have anywhere to go And so she was like, yes, come on over. Well, little did I know, we had a girl on our team who was on trial for a conspiracy to murder. Oh. So um, she had the ankle tracker on. Like, it was a whole thing. And she had grown up with a coach, and they loved her to death. I didn't know her from Adam. Sure. Um, But during her trial, we had to wear purple ribbons. We had to paint our nails purple. We Mm. had to do everything purple to support her. And it was quite an experience. Mm. And Purple has been ruined for me for the rest of my life. So was she convicted? She was acquitted. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> no, ma- like many, <laughs> many people thought that she should not have been. But um, Interesting. Yeah, so of all things. So he gets me these Rothies, which I know he was trying. But, like, I opened them up and I'm like, this is the one color that I hate. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I get what you mean. Where it's just like... Thank you, but but no, thank you. I know he took the jump to that um, like three years ago when I like was starting to like get really into blogging. He bought me it's like a pop up tent that Aww. I could like take picture like oh like yeah yeah, yeah. light studio or yeah whatever. yeah but it was just like a little kind of it almost looks like a hamper kind of like yeah you know, like pop hampers yep. but it was white and I could like take product shots in it. But, like, at that point, I had been, I moved more into, like, natural-looking photography, uh-huh. not the stage, like, on right. a whiteboard. Because that was the look, like, five years ago. Yeah. And then he's, like, the other day, we're driving, he's, like, well, you never used that pop-up thing I gave you. I'm, like, oh my I'm like but it's a, my, my stuff has evolved. So, it's, like, right. a little different now. Yeah. It's, like, okay. So, yeah. I'm, like, but if it ever goes back, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh, man. I know. I appreciate it, but it's, like, but he's already thinking this year. He's, like, I'm going to get you a Chromebook. I was, like. Okay, there you go. Okay, but don't mind that, like, for back-to-school, like, tax day, I said, maybe we should get me a new Chromebook. No, no. No, you don't need one. And I'm like, but but maybe we could get one. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's tax-free and it's on sale. No. So now now I have a pink Chromebook for Christmas. Now it's his idea. So now it's like, okay, yeah. I know. So he's all excited now. And I was like, well, if you can do X, Y, because I have a Mac now. And I can't, like, for the life of me, me and a Mac... We don't jive. I thought if once I start blog, once I started blogging, that I have to be a Mac girl now because mm-hmm. like that's what we do. Right. For the life of me, I cannot figure that damn thing out. So it's like I can't. So he's like, let me just get you a Chromebook. Well, that's Mac. good to know because I'm in the market for a laptop and I keep going back yeah. and forth. Yes. Like, do I want a Mac? I'm a super iPhone girl. That's how I to am. my core, but I've always had a PC, so that's it's fine. just 
That's, that's how I am. And at do. home, I operate on a du- mm-hmm. like a dual screen. I'm just like oh, super nerdy. fancy. I'm super nerdy. Like I use Jeff's desktop, and I have a, like dual screen. Like it's that when I worked. Like I always yeah. had a dual screen. Just made like so. But like, like so. once I've heard, once you go dual screen, you can't go back. No, not like really. it's impossible. It's hard. To, like it's hard. So yeah. like to the point where we're in the process of re- redoing our our office right now, and I'm like, can we put two screens on mine too? Oh. So we have four screens, and just like <laughs> it looks this. like it's security. Like like you know, <laughs> oh, oh, our whole office is glowing. Yeah. So oh, that's no, funny. we'll probably just figure that out. But, yeah. But yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, I guess that's what you get when you're married for. 11 years. 11 years. So. What month did you get married in? I forget. March. March. Okay, we're August. March 15th, the Ides of March. Yeah. So, but we also knew that the year before he had, when he proposed, he told me he was going to propose by the end of the first quarter of 2017. The end of the first quarter. So, March 31st. Of 7. 17, he proposed. Oh my gosh. Last day. I knew he was proposing too because he was acting funky. Yeah. And we, he did it in Florida, and he asked my dad, and I could, Aww. I had went to the bathroom, we were at the pool, and he asked my dad, my dad had, my dad um, had the deepest voice, like a super low baritone uh-huh. voice, and I heard my dad say, we would be happy to have you as a part of the family, Aww. and so I knew it was coming, and like, I remember he had gotten in the shower, and I started like tearing through his bag. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, I hate surprises. Like, I knew it was coming. We had gone ring shopping. Like, I knew what was going on here. But like, but he was acting so funny and we rode, um, where my grandparents live in Florida, there's like this little shuttle bus that will take you around and take you down to the beach. So he wanted to propose at the beach. Well, the shuttle bus was like late. Oh, and gosh. so he's, he's, of course, that's when cargo pants were still a thing. Yes. Lord help us. Thank God we don't, well, we don't really wear them anymore. <laughs> um, but he was like tapping his pants the whole time. He kept like, like banging on the Aww. side. And I was like, okay. I'm like, it's okay. So he's like, no, we're getting in the car. We're going, we're going. And so he drives us down there and he like. He had his whole thing. Oh, he had it. And he was so proud of himself. And he was sunburnt to like high heaven. And I was like, oh. So Eric and I met at Target. We worked there in college. You just walked. Yeah. So we we worked. um, He worked in the back room. I worked on the sales floor. And he would never wear a name tag, which is just like, I mean, he just, he's just like, I don't care. Like, he just doesn't care, you know. Um, And so I thought his name was John Christensen. Which was actually someone else. <laughs> so we would always, it was kind of cute. We'd both look at the schedule and like try to figure out when we were working. But I was looking for John Christensen because yeah. that's what I thought his name was. Because I was like, oh, that one guy. And someone's like, oh, John. And so when he proposed, he took me to all the places that we had kind of been to on our first couple dates. All the targets? Yeah. <laughs> and then we ended in the Target parking lot. And um, my good friend, Lana called me, which this must have been when I still talk to people on the phone instead of texting them. Um, But I was talking to her on the phone and I'm like, let's go. Like, I'm trying to walk in. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, no. He's like, just stay here for a second. And I'm like, I'm like, I gotta go. He's annoying me. Like, he won't come inside. Well, he proposed in the parking lot. That's why. So I felt bad because I was like, what's your problem? Let's just walk inside. (laughs) And he, I was like, just go to Walgreens for whatever you need. It's, It's closer. And, but yeah. But you so, get your target discount. I know. Yeah. Like the whopping 15%. I learned that yesterday. It's five. Isn't it five? No, the gal told me yesterday they get 15. Oh. Well, that's not bad. No. I wonder if you get your 5% rent card on top of that. I know. So many questions. I we could, should hold. We should do a whole podcast <clears throat> on Target. We could do like a whole series yes, on Target. we could. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Ah, well, so I'm excited to <clears throat> dive into talking about all of this stuff. Um, I feel like. 
it's hard because it's like I want to talk about stuff, but then sometimes I feel like there's not a good place to talk about stuff. Right. It's like I love to talk on Instagram because I'm obnoxious, and mm. I feel like sometimes that's like a little heavy. Or yeah. like, so I'm excited that we have this outlet to share and talk and hopefully inspire others or other people to say, yeah, I feel the same mm-hmm. way. Because I think that's the hardest thing is you don't want to feel like an island because being a mom's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And I think there has to be a space where you can talk about things in a way that you're just talking about them. You're not trying to complain about them. You're not trying to... Or fix them. Right. Just like, hey, this is hard. Like, I remember when we got pregnant with our first, we had tried for over a year to get pregnant. It was hard and difficult. And then when our daughter was born, she basically didn't stop crying for, like, the first nine months of her life. And I remember my parents would come over and literally take shifts rocking her in the basement mm-hmm. at the farthest corner of our house and I would go to the second story and try to sleep because she would not stop crying and I I remember I don't know what her problem was <laughs> but I remember telling my mom I looked right at her and I said this was a mistake yeah. like I can't do this I this is not what I signed up for and you know and little did I know I mean it it never really gets easier it just gets different yeah I guess, but um, yeah, I think when Jen and I first met, I mean, we had met on the internet, yeah, and then we like met for coffee and talked for two hours, oh my gosh, and it was like done. We like, were like, okay, and then I texted her and said, "Do we need to start a podcast?" Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, I think it's really important to talk about these things, and like Jen was saying, you know, let people know that you're not in this alone, mm-hmm. and it's okay to have these thoughts and feelings, and um. It doesn't mean you're a bad mom or that you're complaining or no. it just, it is what it is. Motherhood's shitty sometimes. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's not, it's not always rainbows and unicorns. Right. And you can be super thankful and mm-hmm. you can love your kids and it still can be really hard. And I think the thing that I fall into is like, well, my kid doesn't have a food allergy or my mm-hmm. kid doesn't have a learning delay or my kid, so I should be happy. And mm-hmm. I think that should gets you so much in motherhood too, where it's yes. like, well, it could be much worse. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't diminish the hardness that you're facing. Well, and I always say that God gave you your child for you. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nobody else that can raise your, well, (laughs) how all things are supposed to work. Right. You were given that child to be, God selected those two things to make that Mm -hmm. happen. And so that's how it's supposed to be, in my opinion. That's, um, so it's like, I always look at it like, okay, well, Hattie is my mini me. Like, so yep. all of the things that, like, she, Jeff will come home and be like, oh, God, she's been around you too much. Like, yeah. He's like, your, her facial expressions and the stuff she says, uh-huh. he's like, she's just, just you. And I'm like, well, I love me. So it's like, I love yeah. her and I love me. So that, like, why wouldn't somebody? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really awful, doesn't it? See, that's funny because I'm kind of, so you're an Enneagram four. I'm a four. Yeah. I'm a six and I'm always like doubting myself and I'm loyal, but like always second guessing. And like my daughter's just like me, but I'm so much harder on her because I see all those things about myself that drive me nuts. Mm -hmm. And then I see her doing them and I'm like, why are you doing this? Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it's complicated when you have a mini me. I know. Well, and I know she's not a four because she's so, I like to think I'm outgoing and like that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff, but she is like so much more outgoing than me. Mm -hmm. And then, but then she hits a brick wall and then she comes back and it's like, okay, well maybe you are a four. So it's like, it's interesting because it's, I, I try to push her. So I'm not like 
not in a bad way, but I push her to like go outside of her like comfort zone. Like mm-hmm. go make friends, go say hi, always introduce yourself. This is our, always our biggest struggle. Yeah. I'm like introduce yourself, ask them what their name is because names are so important. And mm-hmm. we had, we had a situation this year. There was a sweet little girl. I will the, like the, maybe the first or second of the first couple of weeks of school. She left her lunchbox in the cafeteria. And I said, Hattie, where's your lunchbox? I picked her up from school. Where's your lunchbox? Oh, I just left it in the cafeteria. I didn't really need it for the rest of the day. And I'm like, oh, no, no, this is not how this works. Yeah. Um, so this sweet little girl, and I have no idea who she was. She was, she's like, Hattie, this, her, she was in another class. She's like, her teacher has your lunchbox. And I'm like, thank you so much. Nice little girl. And I was like, Hattie, who is it? I don't know. And I'm like, okay, so, so for... A solid month. We told her every day, please go ask her what her name is. Mm-hmm. If you do not do it, you will lose. A, you will continue to lose a privilege because it's important to know names. Right. It took us a month to get her name, and then one time she lied about it. She didn't. She lied. She's like, I didn't. I made up a name that's not really. Oh gosh. <laughs> I'm like, all you have to do is ask what her name is because she yeah. was kind to you. I think you can at least yeah. know what her name is. So yeah, finally we know her name. But, and that makes me think of something else that like I've talked about a lot is parenting sometimes is so hard because you're doing it right. Right. Like, it would be so much easier to just be like, oh, well, and just let it go. But it's like when you really want your kids to not grow up to be assholes, then it... It's hard. It's exhausting where it'd be so much easier to just, like, give up and be like, whatever. It's fine. Well, and as somebody who wasn't the cool kid, I was the band dork. I was the junior stale on JV varsity hockey cheerleading, which that's a whole other day. <laughs> that's a whole other yeah. day conversation. Um, I always didn't feel like I fit in anyway. So it's like I always want to make sure that Hattie is in- involved and engaged and then she's finding her people. Right. And um, I, it's, it's hard because it's like you don't want to, like shove her out there but it's like I also like I she so desperately wants to have like a little best friend that like Mm -hmm. they can do everything with and I'm like well let's get please can we right can we find that and it's like it breaks my heart sometimes I'm like please just have a friend I know and girls are so fickle oh yeah you know it's my best friend and my senior year of high school broke up with me on a note so (laughs) so we can't be friends anymore I'm like cool see ya oh gosh and then she every every so often she pops up as like a a Facebook suggestion and I'm like hard no friends (laughs) that's not gonna happen so jeez yeah the internet the Facebook oh that's a whole nother podcast that's another podcast yep so well I think we're we're probably a good a good intro yeah Um, so this is you know this is just kind of this is us and we're honest and we want to talk about the stuff probably a little more open than we should be but hey that's, that's that's what I love about I mean I'm a pretty much an open book you're as, yeah. As much as we've hung out, I feel like you're, yeah. you will just puke, puke realness all over the place. Yeah. So. And I think for me, the older I get and I mean, I used to be very like perfectionist, everything had to be perfect. And I kind of went through a season where I'm like, I kind of like broke almost like I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do all the things. And, and so now I just, I feel really passionately about being honest and talking about how things really are and. I battle with anxiety and depression quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of stuff going on in my life with health and death and all these things. This year's been really rough. And I think that by, like, putting on a brave face and being like, oh, it's all fine, Mm -hmm. then you're really doing a disservice to everyone else who's out there struggling because you're kind of sending the message that, just nobody cares like just shove it down Mm -hmm. nobody wants to hear about it 
Um, and that doesn't mean that, you know, you have to, every day you have to stay in your bed and cry all day. I mean, you have to show up and you have to make an effort for yourself and you have to, you know, do those coping mechanisms and take care of yourself. But at the same time, it's okay if you're struggling and you're going through a rough time. So, um, that's one thing I really hope to Mm -hmm. share with this podcast is like, Hey guys, you're not alone. Yep. My kids smeared toothpaste all over the wall today too. Mine did like, too. It's okay. It's it's art, right? I right? mean, they're budding artists, so no. clean it up. Yeah. So, awesome. Well, we are excited. And um, what episode number one? Yeah, episode Done. number one. Woo-hoo! So we had talked about doing like a murky motherhood moment. Yes. Ooh. So for this week, I would say my biggest murky motherhood moment is right now that we're dealing with is my son he is four and he started preschool in august this is the end of october yeah and we are still really struggling with separation anxiety Mm. with him um to the point like he's physically grabbing onto me and screaming and crying every single morning and it's getting worse not better and so that's kind of my murky motherhood right now where it's like okay am I not showing him enough love am I showing him too much love um so yeah so if anyone has any tips on separation anxiety I am here for those yeah yours can be your field trip oh field trip oh my gosh (laughs) so Hattie has her first field trip to school tomorrow and she informed me that I didn't need to come with her to be a chaperone and it really hurt my feelings (laughs) So, um, and this is her first field trip ever. ever yeah. Ever. They never went in preschool. So yeah, her first field trip ever. And she told me she didn't want to come and she didn't want me to come and that she would scope it out and that she'd let me come to the next one. And I'm like, thanks, okay, babe. thanks. This makes me feel really awesome and kind of hurt. And I'm probably going to sit and cry tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So luckily I don't have anything going on tomorrow. So somebody go. just someone check on me and send me coffee because right. I'll probably just hunker down in a hole tomorrow. So yeah. So I'm sure it, I I know exactly in my mind why she said that is because she wants to run around, she wants to be crazy, do silly things, <laughs> jump all over the place, and she knows if I'm there, I'm going to keep her right. Run a tight ship. So uh, so well, her teacher runs a very tight ship anyway. So I'm sure whoever has tri- has keeping tabs on her, they'll keep her in line too. Yeah. So. I'm not worried about it. It just kind of hurt my feelings. It does. So, but I'm yeah. going to her her Halloween party, and you can suck it. Yeah, I no. will be at that party. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but I do have to get background checked at school for that to do. So I guess I need to do that too. So I feel like I did that already. I don't know how good, how long it's good for. Hopefully, I, um, I feel like I feel like they need a. This is a whole other conversation. They need a universal back check. Back yes. check because I like got background check for Girl Scouts. Got background check for everything else. I'm like, why can't we just say, yep, she's good? Like a little check. Is there right. a check mark somewhere? Yeah. Like universal healthcare, check. That like, would be with, uh, background checks. So that would be very beneficial. Yes, we're gonna add that to our list of bettering the community. <laughs> universal background checks. We're gonna tackle that next. Yes, yes, let's do it. All right. Well, thank you so yeah. much for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. See you next time. Mama, thanks for joining us today. We hope you loved this week's episode. Be sure to tune in every Monday for a new episode with Jen and Audrey, and be sure you're following us on Instagram at Murky Motherhood.